Smith from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. The phone number here is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. Starting this hour off is Lisa in Ogden, Utah. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. Thank you. I'm so excited to get your advice. I've been binge-watching shows trying to get an answer to my question. Cool. Now I get to talk to you. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll try. How can we help? All right. Uh, 14 years ago, I joined the workforce after a divorce and took financial peace that was offered through my company. And I've been playing with it off and on and should have stuck with it because three years ago I married an amazing man and we bought a home and I've been slamming money down into our 401k to retire in five years and just realized I probably shouldn't be doing that and pay the house up. Okay. Do you have any other debt? We have no debt, 20000 in an emergency fund, 100000 IRA, 420000 in a 401k. Our principal payment is only 1065 on the home. So I was wondering, I, I've been putting in 25% in the 401k, 13% in company stock. And I was thinking maybe I better just move all that and start paying the house. Well, yeah, I mean, the way we would teach it is to follow the baby steps in order. So you're above and beyond the 15% that we would say for baby step four. And I'm guessing baby step five isn't a deal saving for a kid's college. So after that, we're on to baby step six. And in this case, we would chunk all of that extra money onto the mortgage because we want you to have a paid off home. And then after that, think about all of the money that you could invest into retirement after the home is paid off. So what does he make? He's at fifty five thousand, and I'm at one hundred and fifteen. One hundred and fifteen, did you say? Yeah. Okay. So one. The question is, I only so, have five well, years left I don't to care. contribute. I don't care. Here, here, okay. Here's what you you have more than that if you keep working. Um, if you're going to retire in five years, that's different. But um, you got four hundred twenty thousand in there. When you get to retirement age, how old are you? Sixty two. Okay. All right. So, so I do have the hundred thousand IRA we could take out. I got and well, and you've got four hundred and twenty as well. Uh, so you've got five hundred and twenty. What's the balance on the mortgage? Two hundred twenty-six thousand. Okay, with a hundred and seventy thousand dollars income. So here's the thing: we know when you get to your golden years, if we named that seventy or whatever, that you want to have a paid-for house and a large nest egg. Both agreed. Yes. We don't want to have a large nest egg and a big mortgage, and we don't want to have a paid-for house and no nest egg. We want both. Agreed? Yes. Okay. And what you're doing now is you're only working on one, which is kind of what your your alarm system went off, wisely so. So we would tell you to put 15% of your income of 170000 into retirement plans of some kind in good mutual funds. Everything above that... And so that's what, that's about $25,000 a year, okay? Everything yeah, above it that, be six or seven. Yeah, everything above that goes on the mortgage until the mortgage is paid off, which tells me your mortgage is going to be paid off in about three or four years. 
You probably still work a year or two after that and max out everything. But here's the trick. Okay. You, if you're, if you're 520,000 is invested in good mutual funds and it's averaging 10% or more, it will double without any contribution to it, any additional contribution, it will double about every seven years. So wow. you said you're 62, right? Yes. So your 520 becomes a million 40 when you're 69 if you don't add anything to it. Wow. And I'm telling you to continue to add 15% to it and still get your house paid off in about three or four years. And so, and then it'll double again. That million will be two million seven years after that, which will be 76 years old. And all this time, your house is being paid for. Oh, and by the way, we've got more money than that because you've also added over this next five years at least 15% of 170,000. So you have done a great job. All we're doing is just tuning just a little bit, just, just tweaking the sound just a little so it sounds a little different, okay? Okay, great. I will do it. Yeah, you're 90% on path. All we're doing is a slight change to get both things accomplished in a sooner time. Does that make sense? Fun. I have one more question about life insurance real okay. quick. All right. Obviously, term insurance goes up as you age. So All insurance goes about, up as you age. <laughs> so I'm paying $100 a month premium for a $200,000 policy. My husband's paying about fifty for a hundred thousand policy. Do we need life insurance? If he dies today, are you okay financially? Yeah, I'd like for you to get that house paid off. So continue paying. I'd probably, the life I'd probably keep it a couple that. more years. If you die okay. today, is he okay? Yeah, you can make it. You got a half a million dollars, right? and an income mm -hmm. and, a, you know, and some equity. So you'll make it. You're not going to starve to death. You're not going to be a starving <laughs> widow on the corner. Right. But, but by the way, a hundred thousand dollars or $200,000, not going to stop that from happening anyway. That's not a lot of money, but the good news is no. it's, it's about the balance of the mortgage. So I might keep it for two more years till we get that mortgage paid way down. But when that mortgage is starting to reach zero, I'm dumping it. Great idea. Awesome. I'm very excited. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for calling in. We appreciate getting to tune up on an old FPU grad. So you can fall off the wagon as long as you're holding on to the end. That's right. Now, I mean, nobody, <laughs> nobody's perfect for all the time. Sometimes you need a good kick in the butt to get yourself back on the path. Yeah. And she, happens. she didn't even need that. Just a slight course correction. Just a, so, a little staff. You know, here's the thing. You know what the moral of that story is? Some people are doing... It's interesting. There's kind of almost, there's probably several types of people, but two come to mind right now. Some people are doing better than they think they're doing. Yes. And others aren't doing nearly as good as they think they're doing. <laughs> That's the other type. That's true. So That's true. There's a little bit of both. There's probably a third or fourth type, but at least those two come to mind right now. That's yeah. what's going on. No, she's so, doing a good job. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a late in life uh, marriage or remarriage. Uh, it's got its own issues, own problems, own processes, and they've still navigated that. They so have. very well done. Very, very well done. All right, open phones here. If you want to talk about your life and your money, the phone number is 888-825-5225. By the way, if you would help us out, we would appreciate you. Um, if you like the show, subscribe. Click the subscribe or follow button. Leave a review, a five-star review. Mama said if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. I know, that's right. Leave us a five-star review and share 
If you're a podcaster, a YouTuber, whatever, share it. And if you're listening on talk radio or watching us on TBN, let people know that we're here and that they can come and watch and listen and learn. Hey, you're the best advertisement we've got, and that's what we're here for is to help you. So help us spread the word, boys and girls. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Thank you for joining us, America. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is our co-host today. This is The Ramsey Show. It's a show about your life, your relationships, your careers, and your money. Catherine's with us in Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to The Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Hey, what's up? Well, so we started attacking our debt snowball like in earnest two months ago. And to do that, we're selling a rental property my husband brought into our marriage. The equity would wipe out a big chunk of our debt. Um, the issue is we let the renters know at the beginning of this month we weren't going to renew their lease. And they've stopped all communications. Uh, they've got two months before the lease terminates because they get 90 days notice. And our lawyer let us know that really the only thing we can do is file for a formal eviction. Uh, but it could take three weeks to four months, and the lease just might expire before it goes through. Um, and so I guess my question really is, do we go forward with an eviction process in the fees since we're planning to sell the property anyway? Should we eat the lost payments? I think my biggest concern is that like, if the renters are already acting in bad faith, that if we bring legal action, they'll not only stop paying rent, but they'll like trash the place, and then we have to pay repairs and stuff. Um, so How much is the monthly rent? It's like fifteen hundred bucks. Okay. And so they're going to be forty five hundred dollars into you by the time this is up. Yeah. And how much of a deposit do you have? Uh, we have one month. So we have a fifteen hundred dollar deposit. Okay. So they're going to be three thousand dollars into you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the lawyer that you talked to, how many evictions has he done this year? Uh, two, which is why he said that, like... He's done two this year? Well, he's saying that he's had two that have, like, finished proceedings start to finish this year, which is why, because when we asked how long it would take, he, like, said it would go three weeks to four months. So he does this regularly, but is not successful. <laughs> um, I don't... I don't know. We, uh, we, yeah. we asked the... Um, the attorney who helped us drop like the lease paperwork. So I don't know that he does a lot of eviction. I think he just generally does rental oh, property, like general That's kind of what I was thinking. So what we need is a lawyer who makes his living or her living doing evictions. Okay. They're a little meaner than the one you talk to. <laughs> okay. You need one that is a little nastier. That's going okay. to put the fear of God in said renter because said renter has decided they're a thief. Mm. 
because they got their little girl feelings hurt, little boy feelings hurt. And said renter is not owning up to a contract. And contract law is still good, even in Maryland. Yeah. I guess my question is just like, is it worth it for like $3,000? Yes. Do not let them steal from you. Because here's the thing. If you continue to play from a hand of weakness, they're going to completely strip this house. Okay. Instead, if you knock the crap out of them, they're going to be afraid of you, which is the way this ought to be. I'm not very scary, Dave. I'm not going to lie. But no, your I'm, lawyer can I, be. I, I think you hire the hit job here called a lawyer. <laughs> okay, You contract out the hit. Uh, metaphorically speaking. I have a husband that we're hiring a hit man. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. If you're going to hire a lawyer that does evictions, they have to know how to get all up in somebody's face. It's okay. part of the process. Because what you've got is you've got adults that are throwing a little hissy fit over here. And we're going to have to teach them how the law works. Okay. And I, you really, if you do not, if you just ignore this as an act of weakness or an act of I'd avoid confrontation, you're going to get what you do. You're going to get, they're going to take you out. They're going to keep okay. your $3,000. They're probably going to sue you for the deposit Oof. just because they think they can. Because these people are not bright. Ooh, don't let them try it. Do not let them try it, Catherine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, it, it is worth $1,000 to give them a hard time. Mm. Okay. Oh, and by the way, your lease probably says you get to add that to their bill. I, yeah. Probably uh, says attorney's fees are added to the bill. Yeah. Most good exactly. leases do in most states. Yep. So yeah, that's I, this is not vengeance. This is I don't do good with adults having hissy fits. Okay. And just going, I'm just going to walk on the contract just because I don't like it. Well, I don't care, you little wuss. You get to pay your rent. You signed up big girls and big boy paperwork. And so this is how this works. God, that makes mm-hmm. me mad. I don't like thieves. Yeah. This is a thief. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think I you, you do what you want to do. I've been doing mm-hmm. rental property a long, long time. We're never mean to people. We're never unkind to people. But we do have lawyers do it. Sure. If they are misbehaving and stealing stuff and, you know, they decide they're going to do drugs and, you know, the dadgum drug enforcement surrounding my house that I own because I got a druggie in there, we're not going to do this. This is not what we do. So you get to move. And we're going to have somebody help you do that since you don't have sense sense enough to do it on your own and do this with class. They signed a contract that allows you to end it at 90 days from today. All you did was do what you said you were going to do on the paperwork. You've done nothing wrong. You were not unkind to them. You did not violate their rights. You didn't do anything wrong. They're just having a fit. And they hadn't paid their bill. Yeah. Yeah. So you really, really, really do need to lean on them. I don't know if you follow it all the way through or not, but you at least need to represent that you're going to because that puts them back on their heels where Mm -hmm. right now you're on your heels and you're the one in the right. So I don't like dealing with lawyers. I don't like dealing with any of this stuff. I don't, I don't choose the fight, but these people chose to not pay their bill. Mm. And sometimes we have to re- have a judge remind people how things work. That's why we have judges. And I hate it. I don't want to do it. I don't ever seek that out. Right. But, oh, my gosh. Whew. It is a matter of posturing, and your, your guy you talk to is a wuss. You don't need to use him. 
yeah, she needs to get more of a, a pit bull. Sometimes you need to hire an attorney that you don't even like. <laughs> Brett's with us in there Atlanta. Hey, Brett, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. Hey, Jade. I uh, love your show. Listen to your YouTube channel almost daily. So Thanks. thank you for taking my call. Thanks. How can we help? Yeah, so I plan on buying another investment property with cash within the next year or two. So I've been saving up. So right now I have $83,000 cash currently sitting in a high-yield savings account at 4%. Very cool. And I plan on saving another $50,000 over the next few months. Good for so you. So with that said, thank you. With that said, I want to make sure I am maximizing the return with the cash that I have just sitting there. I'm used to investing. I'm used to getting a mortgage and doing investment property. So I'm doing it a little bit different this time. So I have a lot of cash. Um, what is the best thing to do with it right now? 4% is good, but it's not great. I don't want to invest it because I'm going to use it within the next year or two. So what should I do? 4% is a parking fee. You're parking the money. If you invest okay. the money and don't park it, you make more, but you take more risk as you just said. So mm -hmm. if I'm you, I'm parking it. Because the money that okay. you're going to have for this is not coming from your return on investment. It's coming from you putting money in the account. Correct. You're the secret sauce, not the investment. If you do, if you make 10% okay. rather than 4% over two months, that, you know, that amounts to like 3% difference. It's not, it's nothing. I mean, three percent on hundred thousand dollars. This is does not two thousand dollars. You're not within two thousand dollars of doing your deal here. Your deal is a hundred fifty thousand dollar deal. Mm -hmm. You follow me? Yeah. Dude. So your return on investment here is not going to make this happen or keep this from happening. I wouldn't. I would just leave it in the park it if I were in your shoes. Got it. Cool. Well, you see what you, you understand? Why I'm doing that? Yes, I do. Yeah. So, Brett, people like that, that think like you and I think, because we're math nerds, um, we look for something to fix the investment, and sometimes the thing that fixes the investment is you. You're the one that's doing the investing. You're the one putting the money in the account, not the investment. And so don't try to fix it. Just pile up money. Go do it. Pile up money. Go do it. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Thank you for joining us, America. Hey, if you are enjoying this show and we're a help to you, you can uh, pay us back because it's free, by the way. So thank you for doing that. But you can help us, in other words. We would appreciate the help. Uh, there's a couple things you can do. One is if you are a YouTube or a podcast follower, you can subscribe. Hit the follow button, the subscribe button. The more people that subscribe, the more it raises it to the top in things that they recommend, and then people find us more and more and more and more and more. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. Please do that. You can uh, leave a review, a five-star review. If you're not going to leave a five-star review, don't bother. Your mother said if you had anything nice to say, don't say nothing at all. So uh, thank you very much. You troll somewhere else. But, uh, <laughs> you know, leave us a nice review. Leave us a follow, a subscribe. And the other thing you can do is you can share the show. Maybe 
Uh, you are listening on talk radio. Tell someone where you listen. You're watching us on TBN. Tell someone that you see us there. You are listening on a podcast. You can share that with a shareable link. Uh, same thing with YouTube. You can share that with a shareable link, share the show with someone, review the show and, uh, subscribe and follow to the show. How you do that in talk radio. It's, it's an old thing. It's called the memory button on your radio. And you memorize the station. It's some of you don't even know how to do that anymore. But <laughs> but uh, if you're if you're a radio person, then that you can just reserve the station as a memory number one on your radio, <laughs> and then you can know to tune in this time when you're hearing us um, by pushing that number one button right there on your radio. So <laughs> that's a throwback, dude. That is a throwback. It's really. <laughs> let me tell you, when we first started in radio, that scan button you could oh, yeah. scan and it would jump from station to station uh-huh. to station until you heard something you half liked. Mm-hmm. Um, that was our best promotional tool for a while. <laughs> Random people stopping with the scan button. Wow. Don't get that much anymore. All right. Let's go to Hunter in Tucson. Hi, Hunter. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hey, Dave. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. How can we help? So I'm currently 20 years old. I'm going to school for cybersecurity, no debt, cars paid off and everything. And my uncle works at a tech company, and they have an opening for an IT security job. Now, I'm not sure if I were to get hired, should I um, withdraw from school and work full-time there? Or if I were hired, if they could work around my school, finish my degree. I'm currently a freshman. Have you found out if they would be willing to work around your degree? Well, um, that's the thing. I'm not quite sure yet. If I were to get hired and I asked and they said yes, I was wondering if I should Does your uncle own the company? No, he works. He's a contractor. Oh, he works Mm -hmm. as a contractor. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. If they will pay for your school and let you do school, I would do it, but no, you're 20 years old. Go get a degree in cybersecurity. That's going to be a gold mine. Mm-hmm. It's already a gold mine, big time need, uh, six jobs for every person applying out there. And the pay is going up every second. While I was talking, your income went up and um potentially but you you're you're not there you're not valuable yet mm-hmm. you don't know squat yet um you, you you know a little bit of squat but you don't know full squat yet so go ahead yeah. and, and work on i don't know if you need a four-year degree but you need the certifications and i'd love for you to have some experience so ideal world is they pay for your education they let you get it and you work there and get paid too boy that's a, be just sweet. go do that for sure but quit yes, school yes, yes. cold with one year or a half a year under your belt and go be a security analyst. Uh, I'm hiring security analyst. I'm not hiring you. I don't believe you okay. yet. You follow me? Yes, sir. I don't mean that insulting. Well, he hasn't had any experience. He hasn't had any schooling yet. Yeah. I mean, you- and so I'm not, I'm not going to put the security of Ramsey solutions network in your hands. Right. So, you know, you need to, you need to earn the chops to be able to do that and education will do that or experience will do that. Or in the tech world, a cert program, a certifications program will do that. I don't care, but, um, I need to know that, you know, cause I'm as an owner, all I know is I can't spell it. Okay. That's all I'm sure of, but I know people try to crash it every day. Oh yeah. And I know we got quite a little team of um, anti-hackers around here, security people who uh, ward off the Russian robots every day. Oh, my <laughs> God, they're real. And, yeah, it's uh, 
the, the, the stuff that happened. But yeah, yeah. So, dude, you're in an excellent field. Very good. Brilliant choice of career. Stay with the career mm-hmm. and do what it takes to get the chops, mm-hmm. whether it's a long four-year degree, a certification program, or experience, or some combination of those three things. Four-year degrees in information systems are not as valuable these days as certifications and experience because by the time you finish the four-year degree, all the programming has changed. It moves at the speed of light. It changes every second. Every time I buy a computer, when we get it out of the box, it's already obsolete. It's just like, oh, that one's dead. Yeah, they just, just hit, just, they hit just, the red button and I it no an longer op- works. I had an opening for the Apple. Well, it's now <laughs> useless. That's what it amounts to, yeah. So oh as soon goodness. as you do, then there's something else that's better. 30 seconds later, and AI is going to help us accelerate every bit of that, right? Oh, my goodness. So here yeah. we go. Game on. Karen is in San Jose. Hi, Karen. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi. How are you? Better than we deserve. What's up? Okay. Um, I'm. My husband and I are thinking about taking out a reverse mortgage on our home. We've Please don't. Process. Please don't. Okay. Okay. You want to know why? Well, yes. Very high fees, ridiculous interest rates. Yes, it's uh, fourteen thousand to get it, and ten point two or three interest rate. Just almost like I knew what I was doing. Who figured? You know, that's there you go, right there. None of that. And I know it's debt. We know it's debt, and we don't have any debt. It is, and your home Uh, is paid for. No, uh, we just had to have it re- uh, appraised for the reverse mortgage, and it came in at uh, two million point three. Is it and paid we for? Owe, no, we owe three eighty five. Oh wow! What what's making you? What made you get to the point to where you were even considering this? Because we didn't want to touch our retirement. That's about a million two. Why? Because every time we take something out, we have to pay more taxes on it, and. Um, the taxes are getting to be a drain. It's about a thousand dollars a month. We pay quarterly taxes. Yeah. So we thought we'd tap what's in the house How old and not are you? have How old to are touch you the retirement. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eighty-one and eighty-four. Okay. Don't let that scare you. We're very, very active. People. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not scared of you at all, Karen. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Don't let the tail wag the dog. And when you make financial decisions based only on taxes and the rest of the deal sucks, that that's the tail wagging the dog. Uh-huh. I hate taxes as bad as you do, but not bad enough to do something stupid. And 10% and okay. $14,000 is in the stupid zone. You've almost got your house paid for, and you've got yeah. a lot of peace around that. You don't have to worry about where you're going to live you have a wonderful Correct. property in San Jose, freaking California. That's a wonderful real estate market. You're just, I mean, you're, you've made so much money on this house while you've owned it. Please just enjoy the ride. Okay. And pay a, little ta- pay a little taxes and enjoy the ride. Okay, so it's okay to take a little bit every now and then for, uh, like, suppose the building needed to be painted. It was $15,000. You take it out of your retirement, then you have to pay taxes on it. If you if you do that and you add it all up, how old do you have to live before you run out of money? What's your me and, me and two invested in? Uh, the, the portfolio? Yeah. Um, stocks. Okay, so uh, what's it making? Ten, is it making 10 or 12%? 
No, it, no, we lost about twenty. No, not last this, year. not this year, not this year. Overall, oh. what's it making? Yeah, it was making about seven to eight percent. Okay. Right. So let's pretend. Let's pretend you had an eighty thousand dollar year income. Can you do? Can you pay your taxes and paint your house? Yes. Because you do have an eighty thousand dollar year. Eight percent of a hundred thousand. So, and by the way, you'd have to live to a hundred and eighty to outwork this formula. So you're okay. Don't take out a reverse mortgage. They're bad, really bad. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Ephesians 3, 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Dr. Mae Jemison, Jemison, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, the first African-American female astronaut said, never be limited by other people's limited imaginations. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. that. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Nick is in Kansas City. Hey, Nick, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hello. Hey, what's up? Um, uh, well, I had kind of a weird question. Okay. So uh, I've been working. I've been working for my company for a pretty long time. I don't want to get real specific, but it's a construction company. And the owner of my company, I'm pretty high up on the chain. I'm <laughs> basically running the place now, but um, he's offered to sell the company to me. Mm-hmm. And I've talked to a few different people, mm-hmm. and nobody really wants to talk to me about it. And I don't really understand why. You, I'm, I'm sorry. Talk, T- talk to you about what? Uh, it seems like they only want they want to talk. Like I've talked to my banker, and he's like, "I really can't help you unless I talk to him. I want to know what he wants." And I'm like, "Well, I I don't really know how to facilitate my situation further because I I want to know more about the process." Your banker doesn't have to, to do talk this. to him. That's absolute bull crap. Yeah, I, your banker's blowing you off. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, do I, where do I need to go? Who do I need to? Who do I need to talk to to get more information? Well, we can talk about it a minute here. Um, there, there may be some uh, uh, some small business mentors in the area. You may find someone okay. in a construction company of similar size in another city that you could call up and ask. And just say, hey, I'm we're similar size over here. This guy's talking about selling to me. Would you give me five minutes on the phone and talk to the owner of it and go, what would you do? And asks other people right. in the same industry, what's he? How much does he want for it? Well, I, I would think that the company is probably worth as a whole probably around six six million dollars. Why do you think that? Uh, I've been working there a pretty long time, and I know how much it's worth. <laughs> no, that, that no, you don't. Um, you just know what it makes. Where no, did you Where did you get uh, that I would, valuation? I would, I would say that there's probably about two million dollars worth of work on the books. Um, I'd say within the assets of the company, I'd say there's probably four million. Okay, that's not just that's not how you value a company. Okay, okay. There's three ways you can value a company. One of them is the multiplier of your gross revenues, and that won't work in this situation. The second way you can value a company is a multiple, a cap rate on the actual net profit after all bills are paid, the actual net profit. 
as a multiple, okay? Three, it would either be four or five times that number, which would be a 20 or a 25% rate of return for the investor buying it. And you would not pay any more than a three or a five multiple of net profit in this case. The third way you can value it is book value, which is what happens if you close it and you sell off the assets. But you don't add the assets to the income to create the value. Okay. You're doubling up the value then. So all the assets totaled yeah. up, the, the equipment, the inventory, that kind of stuff. What are the actual assets, the hard assets worth, do you think, roughly? You said $4, four million. You said four million, didn't you? I'd, I'd say the hard assets, mm -hmm. all the equipment and everything. Mm-hmm. Million. Okay. So that, that's what it's worth if you close it. He can get that right. just selling off the yeah. stuff. So usually book yeah. value is, is, the, is the bottom line, cheapest price a business is worth. It's worth at least that. Okay. Because we can close it and do that. Then, so it's probably really worth about four or five times the net profit. Not the gross, not $2 million on the books or $4 million on the books of work, because the work doesn't make profit, all of it. It's not 100% profit. Right. So, And you probably don't know what the hardcore bottom line profit is, do you? No, that's pretty tight. Yeah, that's his. That's on his tax return. Okay. Yeah, he's going to tell me that. So you, Yeah, he, he's going to tell you that, or he's not going to sell you the company. Well, at some point, he's going to have to get a little deeper in conversation. You're going to have to get that number, or he's not going to buy it. No one's going to buy this company unless they get that number. Nobody. Right. He can't sell right. it. Nobody. I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. And if he tells me it's not all on his tax returns, that means he's a liar. Now I really don't trust him. <laughs> okay? He's a pretty nice guy. So I, I don't care if he's a nice guy or I not. Lots, I, of, lots of nice I don't guys think lie he on really their taxes. Knows either. So the, the thing is this, then uh, – you th you guys are doing gross revenue. How much construction work a year? Oh man! You said you had four million on the books, right? Yeah. So are yeah. you doing are you doing twelve million a year? At least. Yeah. All right. And so if you're on a ten percent margin, you're making a million dollars a year profit. I'm going to guess. Yeah. Okay. And if we did four times that, the building, the thing's worth $4 million, which if you've got assets of two, that's probably about right. right. So if it's a million-dollar profit and we said 25% rate of return, that's four times, so it would be worth about $4 million. You don't even You can't get close to $4 million yourself, can you? No. Okay, so here's, how, you, here's how you're going to structure that. To that. If you find all of this out and if you get down to the bottom of it and if it were $4 million, here's how you structure it without going to the stupid banker, because apparently he's not going to be any help. Um, no. <laughs> what, I, what I would do is tell the owner, let's say we find all of that out, and my example turns out to be true, it, to, to, so you and I can talk through it. It may not be exactly that, okay? But if you right. find out it's a million-dollar profit, so the thing's probably worth about $4 million, and you agree on $4 million as a price, if he wants $6 million, he's overpriced, Okay. But if he wants four million on a four on a one million dollar profit, that's probably about right. Then you would say, "All right, here's what I will do. I will give you one hundred percent of the profits after I pay myself my old salary, and you keep paying yourself the old salary after you become the owner, and you give him one hundred percent of the profits until he gets his four million. Okay. Then, if profits are down, you're not bankrupt. 
But right. if you go finance the stupid $4 million and, oh, wait a minute, real estate slows down. Oh, wait a minute, the Fed raises interest rates. Oh, wait a minute, Biden drives the economy in a ditch. You're bankrupt because you got to pay yeah. payments. Whether They don't care if you're making a profit at the bank. They want their money. Right. So if right. you structure a deal based on profit goes to him, He's going to get all his money in four years or less, because if you get more profitable after he leaves, you're going to still give him all the profit after you pay your thing until, until you got him paid out at $4 million. The price doesn't change, just the speed at which you give him his money changes. Right. That structure will get you through this deal, brother, without you getting your throat cut. But be careful. So that's a great that's great for Nick, right? Because he's not going into debt for it. Can you explain, Dave? Is there a benefit for the current business owner to take a deal structured like that, as opposed to some guy who may have just gone to the bank? Well, number one, the likelihood of someone being able to go to the bank to buy that business mm-hmm. without substantial assets is almost zero. Okay. Nick cannot bank that. Nick is an employee with no asset base. True that. They're not going to give him 100% financing on a construction company when he's never owned a construction company, and he right. has nothing to put down. Mm-hmm. That's not a bankable deal. Bank's going to look at that and go, no. If they would do it, they're stupid, and they're they're getting ready to go down with him. <laughs> that's right. But they're not going to do it, okay? So the only person that's going to be a buyer for this is somebody like me. If I wanted to buy a construction company, I've got the money to buy that. Right. Then I'm not giving him $4 million. Ah, because you're a cash I'm going to write a check, and it's going to be $2 million. Ah, I love this conversation. That's how this works, okay? Hey, if you've got uh, business questions, I'm also hosting now the Entree Leadership Podcast. Uh, You can send them to entreeleadership.com slash ask and be a part of that podcast with your small business questions. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. What's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.